When we talk of careers for Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra, if there is a dominance in D1 or your D10 charts, there isn't really much of a path other than a lot of talents and abilities that Purva Bhadrapada brings. It's a very high discerning energy, very Brahmin kind of energy present in the Nakshatra. Yes. So you might carry the Purva Bhadrapada signature to whatever you're doing in the mainstream. However, we need to see the ascendants and see the ascendant nakshatras to see what Purva Bhadrapada is doing in your profession. Okay. So let's see the deities. Always keep the deities in mind, which we shall see later in this video. And then get into the aspects of the ascendants. Okay. Let's roll the intro. Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. Light of Elentia, Progressive Astrology, Conscious Astrology, Conscious Co-Creation, where this is all about how do we consciously understand our birth charts? How do we use this ancient science of Vedic Astrology to sort of chart our course in life, in career, relationships, etc. in a conscious way? Rather than in an unconscious way, living out our karmas. Basically, this is all there is to it. And I will cover things like uh, phases of the moon, new moon, full moon, eclipse predictions also in my own way. My content is best viewed on tablets, on laptop computers, desktops, that kind, because I bring up sort of landscape format of presentation. Because it's best viewed as landscape on a big screen so that you can take screenshots and use it as a study material. This is more like a study astrology exploration open exploration okay if you like my content please consider donation on the link below it'll help me encourage me to make more for you better products for you and it'll help me maintain my little channel on the web yeah all the content on this channel is available on these podcasts which is listed below you can go through the podcast it's free for you you can distribute it you can understand it and listen to it at your own pace. Okay. Thank you for all your likes, shares and subscribes. Once again, deeply appreciate it. And let's get into the material now. So if you remember, these are the deities which are given in the introduction to the detail chart and how to read it in the first one, first video in the playlist. You can look it up. But just to recap, the deities are the archetypes of energies which a person will have which they bring to the profession in the detail chart. Now, mind you, these deities or these archetypes are only meant for detail chart, not so much for D1 chart, okay? Forget the natal chart for the time being, only the Shamsha, the 10th divisional chart. 0 to 3 degrees leadership, 3 to 6 degrees strong work ethic, determined people, 6 to 9 degrees Yama, discipline, strong sense of responsibility. 9 to 12, competitive spirit. 12 to 16, excellent communication skills. Other things are mentioned. I'm quickly recapping. 15 to 18 degrees, they are very dynamic and flexible, quickest to adapt. 18 to 21 degrees, it's more of financial wealth, astute sensitivity, right? Accountants kind of. 21 to 24 degrees is ability to find purpose and meaning in life. This can again, once again, apply to all kinds of professions, mind you. Just because you're in the medical field doesn't mean you're stuck in hospitals or clinics all the time. You might be able to bring a higher meaning like Dr. Hegde in India, right? He's bringing a higher meaning to medical science. 
ఇంటెలెక్చువల్టీ this is very crucial to understand <coughs> so you should understand this when you are determining the qualities of the planet in a detailed chart now let's see pushya nakshatra what it brings to the table so let's see kelias for purvabhadra pada nakshatra it falls more in aquarius the first three padas although the most exalted form of purvabhadra pada falls in the last half last pada of it the fourth pada where it goes into the navamsha in a higher exalted form so to speak so let's get into the careers for purva bhadrapada nakshatra aquarius think of aquarius the other half of aquarius when you think of purva bhadrapada talents and abilities now if you go through this career you will know that there is not much happening in the mainstream earlier on these days it's a lot more spiritual nakshatra Okay. <clears throat> spiritual and mystical pursuits now light workers may be interested in this they may excel in spiritual practices and mystical pursuits that's not very mainstream is it these days it is they may thrive as spiritual leaders gurus meditation teachers energy healers or in roles that involve guiding the masses on spiritual journeys It's interesting how we have a specific take on what is mainstream and what is not, right? These days, we just think it is just management, finance, engineering, doctors, all mainstream, mainstream type careers. Look at Purva Bhadrapada. Next one, healing and alternative therapies. They may excel in healing professions. They may thrive as Reiki practitioners. How about that? <coughs> Holistic therapies, Ayurvedic practitioners. or in roles that involve promoting well-being through alternative modalities whenever you think alternative healing modalities whenever you think alternating healing modalities think ketu okay in the chart think the south node of the moon even spiritual pursuits i have put jupiter saturn and ketu the power of jupiter and saturn together with ketu is very highly spiritual in nature of course you will see which house it falls in for healing and alternative therapies it may be more of saturn moon and ketu moon is very healing so is saturn which makes it grounded creative and performing arts one doesn't typically think of purva bhadrapada as healing as creative arts okay healing yes more like spiritual yes very much like creative and performing arts they may excel in creative and performing arts they may thrive as artists musicians poets writers actors or in roles that involve creativity for that you got to observe jupiter i think is also there mercury venus mars and rahu rahu is very creative in nature it looks for alternative stuff but when combined with all of this it becomes very creative think whenever you think purva bhadrapada nakshatra think the combination of saturn and or rahu 
because it's in Aquarius. Social service and philanthropy. They may thrive as social workers, counselors, activists, volunteers or in roles that involve working towards the welfare of the underprivileged communities. Hey, Aquarius, as Aquarius as you can get. So Shatabhisha, the previous one which we saw in Aquarius was more of going into abstract and making it real kind of professions. Whereas Purubhadrapada is really Aquarius. It's really going out towards the masses. As you can see, all of this is more geared towards healing the masses. Psychology and counseling. There you go. Next one. They may excel in psychology and counseling fields. They may thrive as psychologists, counselors, therapists, life coaches or in roles that involve guiding and supporting individuals through their personal challenges. Now for this, I would suggest look for Jupiter, Moon and Rahu combinations in Purvabhadrapada because these planets are more good at psychology. Jupiter plus Rahu plus Moon will give a very good ability to do mainstream as well as alternative kind of counseling, right? Something which I also do, like look at the chart and then do counseling because then you can see where the propensity really lies, okay? Research and investigation, there you go, more like 8,000, 12,000. They may excel in research-oriented professions. They may thrive as researchers, scientists, detectives, forensic experts, or in roles that involve investigation, analysis, and uncovering hidden truths. So the power of Saturn to work with the masses in doing all kinds of beneficial work, all kinds of healing work, all kinds of investigative work, really lies in Purvabhadrapada Nakshatra. Let's see how this plays out in the different ascendants. So for the Aries ascendant, it falls in the 12th and the 11th house. I'm taking even the last Pada because that's the Varvottama type Pushkarna Vamsha, they call it. It's more of the exalted form of the Nakshatra. I have not dealt much with this, yes, I know, but maybe some at some other time. Now I'm going to put the important career paths for all you people. So how does it play out here? Once again, we take the same rule, we go back to the Ascendant. What's the Ascendant in D10 Aries? Ashwini, Bharani and Kritika. So for Ashwini, it will be more like healing. Ashwini is a very healing type energy. The one face of Ashwini is healing. There's horse-headed twins. Bharani will be more like social service and philanthropy, certainly. Especially when going into both 11th and 12th house, I would think, with the Purvabhadrapadas. Whereas Kritika will be more of research and investigation, especially in the 12th house. Because research and investigation is more of a background work. It's not so much of coming to the forefront. The researchers are always working in the background. But when it falls in Aquarius, it may be more like healing and alternative therapy. That could also be one. Okay. Now for Bharani, sorry, for Taurus Ascendant, we get in 10th and 11th house. Now, especially when it comes in 10th house, Aquarius, for Taurus Ascendant, it can become a dominant signature when you are bringing to your career. Means these people may be more interested in spiritual matters, in mystical matters, Taurus ascended, right? 
सो स्पिरिचुअल एंड मिस्टिकल परस्यूट्स में बिकम वन हीलिंग एंड ऑल्टरनेटिव थेरेपीज परफॉर्मिंग आर्ट्स लेट्स गो टू द असेंडेंट्स देयर आर सो मेनी कॉम्बिनेशंस दैट ईच टाइम वी हैव टू गो बैक टू द असेंडेंट इन डिटेल टू सी वेयर द डोमिनेंट ड्राइव इज इफ देयर आर मोर प्लैनेट्स इन पूर्वभद्रपदा वी हैव कृतिका रोहिणी एंड वृक्षिर्षा एज यू कैन सी इन द असेंडेंट कृतिका विल ब्रिंग मोर ऑफ हीलिंग एंड ऑल्टरनेटिव थेरेपीज right rohini will bring more of social service and philanthropy even creative arts rohini is highly creative in nature artists musicians poets and so on brikshisha will bring more of psychology and counseling it's a softer nakshatra okay psychology and counseling if it's in 10th if it's in 11th it may go more into social service and philanthropy brikshisha For the Gemini ascendant now, it falls between tenth and ninth house. Purva Bhadra Pada for the Gemini ascendant in D10. Remember, we are seeing only D10 for now. Same principles apply to D1 also. The only difference being deities are not applicable to D1, only to D10. These are the rules. <coughs> so, what are the ascendant combinations we have? Mrikshesha, <coughs> Ardra, and Punarvasu. Mrikshesha once again in ninth house will go into social service and philanthropy, even research and investigation. Ninth house is the house of learning guru. Whereas in the tenth house, so Mrikshesha might go in for creative and performing arts. Ardra will definitely go into research and investigation in both the houses. Gemini is a very thinking mind. It's an air sign. Punarvasu, on the other hand, may do lot of social service and philanthropy. Punarvasu's signature is of one of the signatures is of social service. They are highly inclined towards teaching others social service. Okay, they may even go into spiritual, spiritual and mystical pursuits when it is in the ninth house. For the Cancer ascendant, now we are going Purva Bhadra Pada between eighth and ninth house, like you can see there. Eighth house matters of hidden stuff, research, investigation. Ninth house more like teaching and altruistic, which is very good for Purva Bhadra Pada, right there. So if you have a child or if you are basically Purva Bhadra Pada, don't get disappointed when you don't connect with this damaged world. Okay, you can do something in all of these areas. It may not be very mainstream, but these days you can make your career in just about anything, right? Even like YouTube. So let's go to the ascendants. Cancer has Punarvasu, Pushya, and Shlesha. So Punarvasu will be in eighth house, especially especially it will be about psychology and counseling. That's what comes to mind. For Pushya nakshatra, it will be more like psychology and counseling as well. It can be about social service also. I'm reading off the list there. You got to watch all the planets and points. I don't want to keep going over that again. Okay. And for Ashlesha, it's definitely going to be psychology and counseling, or even healing and alternative therapies. Or Ashlesha has the secrets of the poison, like the snake symbologies of Nagas. So it is of snake. So it knows the healing modalities also. Just on a side note, do you know that homeopathy's eighty percent of medications are poisons? And they are healing. All right. When it falls in the seventh house, as it does for the Leo ascendant in D10, 
we have three combinations in the SN net Maga, Purva Falbuni, Nutra Falbuni. Right? Now it is falling between 7th and 8th house. So it may do Purva Falbuni, Uttra Falbuni both can do something like social service and philanthropy. Right? Whereas Magha can do more of creative and performing arts, especially in the seventh house, because Aquarius is right opposite, right? Going out into the world and doing creative arts. For the world was ended, now we are talking Purvabhadrapada between sixth and seventh house. So what does Virgo have in the ascendant? So Uttrafalguni, Hasta and Chitra Nakshatra. So Chitra is more of creative and performing arts, especially when it falls in the seventh house. Hasta will be more of healing and healing abilities, hands-on healing, Reiki. Reiki is hands-on healing. Okay. Meditation teachers, yoga teachers, probably Reiki healers, that kind of spiritual and mystical pursuits of healing and alternative medicines, even when it's in the sixth house of disease. For the Hasta Nakshatra, they can become very good healers. Hasta, hands-on healing, think that kind of healing modality. For Chitra Nakshatra, of course, creative and performing arts. For Uttra Falguni, also it may be more about social service and philanthropy. For the Libra Ascendant in D10, we have three possible Ascendant combinations, Chitra, Swati and Vishakha. Now, Purvabhatra falls between 6th and 5th house, right? 10th and 11th sign of Capricorn and Aquarius. Okay. So for Chitra in 5th house especially, it can become very powerfully performing in creative arts. Musicians, actors, dancers, dance, drama, right? Okay, all of the creative arts. Performing arts. For Chitra in the sixth house it may become more of social service and philanthropy same for vishakha philanthropy more of philanthropy vishakha falling in the fifth house may become more of psychology and counseling swati is very individualistic so it may become more of spiritual and mystical pursuits when it falls in the fifth house especially in aquarius okay because fifth house is also the house of Dharma, okay? Dharma exalted form is in ninth house, but this from the previous life, what carries over is the fifth house. Research and investigation more on sixth house for Swati can be. We have to see other planets and points for this. For the Scorpio ascendant, we have the ascendants of Vishakha, Anuradha, and Jeshtha. Anuradha might become more of social service and philanthropy, even psychology and counseling, because now Purva Bhadrapada is falling between fourth and fifth house, especially in the fourth house, with dominance of planets in Purva Bhadrapada and ascendant in Anuradha for Scorpio, it may become a strong indicator of psychology and counseling careers. For Vishakha, it will become more of creative arts. For Jeshtha, it is more like research and investigation, but also of spiritual and mystical pursuits. Kind of. More of creative and performing arts, I would think, even for Jeshtha. For the Sagittarius Ascendant, now Purva Bhadrapada falls between the fourth and third house. 
ಮನಿ Uttarashtra will be more of spiritual and mystical pursuits Sharna will be more of social service and philanthropy also about creative and performing arts in terms of speaking because this is second house of speech talking life coach even possible right it involves a lot of talking Dhanishta on the other hand may be more of creative and performing arts as in singing because it's a house of voice right so second house is everything to do with speech so think of that now for the aquarius ascendant it comes right in the first house if you have purva bhadrapada as an aquarius ascendant in any one of the nakshatras now we are talking about purva bhadrapada okay the first three padas of purva bhadrapada are in aquarius all these listed talents may apply to whatever you are doing you may be even a mainstream profession like whatever is considered mainstream these days finance accounting doctors lawyers even farmers but you will bring out all these abilities this will be always pulling you towards that kind of a thinking this is why i call it talents and abilities more than actual job as in job job okay think that lastly for the pisces ascendant now the aquarius falls in the 12th house that will become to such an investigation psychology counseling social service philanthropy all of that one on one okay this is where pisces shines if you have planets of points in purva bhadrapada in ascendant or in the 12th house for piscean ascendant because it's a water sign and purva bhadrapada is most exalted in the last pada because it's about emotional satisfaction the moksha pada what are the ascendants uttar bhadrapada revati and purva bhadrapada especially if it's in revati and 12th house you will be doing a lot of philanthropy lot of giving away your wealth you may earn a lot of wealth and you may give it away also uttar bhadrapada if it is in uttar bhadrapada in the 12th house in the pisces it can become more of creative arts creative and performing arts yeah more of creative and performing arts so the next one we shall see uttra bhadrapada meanwhile take care be safe